All right, and welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. How are we doing today? I hope you guys are doing great, having a great day. I have today's actually um, today's a pretty big day for me because today usually people don't celebrate this, but I do. I celebrate the day before my birthday. I love the day before my birthday. It's the last day I get to be this age. It's the last day I can, you know. It's kind of like when you're like, oh, where did this age, where did 20 go? When did, when I was 22, where did the time go? And it's like the day where I sit down with myself and kind of just think like this is, these are the days, you know, these are the days to be grateful for. These are the days to be, you know, to utilize everything that you have, every advantage you have. I have advantage in my knees. I'm still young. I'm turning 19 tomorrow. Whew, weird. I feel young as hell. I'm going to be honest. I feel like a, like a 12 year old. I feel like this little kid. Uh, now I'm reaching my last, my last year being a teenager, you know, my last year. So it doesn't feel like it. it. Like I said, I feel like a 12 year old, but then again, I realized what I did this year and what I've quote unquote achieved, but more than that, what I haven't done, you know what I mean? But the things that I'm that I stayed away from, stood clear from. I haven't really been a degenerate teenager since I was like 14. Whoopsies. Yeah, I haven't really been. I haven't really been a um, degenerate teenager since I was like 14 years old, and now looking at it, I'm interested in all the things that 20 has in store for me, you know, even though I still got a year, I still got a year full of work, <laughs> a year for work, happiness, love, family, everything, hopefully everything, hopefully money, you know what I mean, everything, so today, because like I don't usually do things that I do the day before my birthday, I make sure I run, I usually don't run, I don't love running, um, but I make sure to do it on my the day before my birthday because I'm like, I have good knees, I have good good back, at least this is probably the best my back's going to be, um, and same for my knees, so yeah, I went on a bit of a run, it wasn't hell, I just like 15 minutes, like I, I didn't, I just did it for the sake, and I, when I used to box, I used to go on runs and ride on my bike and walks and stuff like that, so I would, um, I'd always play the Rocky theme song, because you know, I wanted to be a boxer, and what better song to listen to on a run than Rocky, come on, so yeah, I was listening to Rocky on my run, and it felt like I was 13 again. It felt like I was just this little kid running around. It was awesome. I shadow boxed a little bit after the run, which was hectic, <laughs> which like my legs were not moving the same. So, and I'm heavy too, man. I'm like, I'm very heavy to be running like at all. Like it feels like at all, but no, I, I mean, I make it, my legs weren't completely screwed. I stretched after. So that's how, you know, I wasn't doing that bad, but, um, Lately, too, I, not lately, today, I, I've been having the urge for, because I've been so perfect, I think, today, today's been such a perfect uh, day, I've had a lot more urges for BS, you know, and, you know, doing certain things I don't want to do, or rather that I do want to do that I don't think I should, you know, and this is, I mean, this is just so, such a big piece of the game, it's just living with the BS, because we're all human. We're not perfect. We're going to have these days where you really don't want to do what you're doing. And you're just sitting there. You do it anyway. Just do it anyway. And do it out of do it out of goodness. You know, I won't say do it out of happiness because you might not be happy. But out of goodness, yeah. If you're doing something good for yourself, how is that bad? Right? I always I always had this ideology that people, including me, um, have, when they do something good for themselves, it feels like hell. Like running or 
working for a long time or it's like, God, I'm putting myself through hell. But when you eat something like candy or cake, which is actually hurting you, you think, wow, it's so heavenly. Like this taste is so heavenly. It's godly. You know, and we think of, we have it backwards. We have it backwards. I think, I think a little bit, at least I had it backwards for a while where that was a lot of my mindset was, was that, where it was like a lot of things I thought were heavenly, a lot of things I thought were good, that tastes good. Yeah, but it's not good for you, man. If you can acknowledge it's not good for you, I think you can make a lot more change in your life and, and good change, you know, good evolution in your, in your life, in your decision making. And lately, I was thinking about the time when I was like 15 and I was just getting into like David Goggins, you know what I mean? I was just getting into all the hardcore motivation, you know, not even motivation, just sheer raw dog, just fucking going for it. You work, you don't feel like working, just work anyway. And now looking back on that, there's a big quote that I have in my head that really sticks with me to this day and... It's something I always told myself when I was a kid, and it was, as long as I know it's possible, that's all I need. If I know it's possible, that's all I need. I don't need to know the probability of it happening. I don't need to know if it might happen or this, that. If I know that it's possible, that it can happen, let's do it. You know, And if you give me that inch of possibility, I can make it happen. That was the whole idea. And I really, I think it resonates with me more. Till this day, I think these days it it makes me feel more alive than ever because it's something I used to say and and now I say it in, in a way of as kind of like as kind of like reminiscence, you know? And how different? How how much I've changed? Like I really am so different than when I was fourteen or fifteen. I think I always say a kid years is like at least five years of adult years I, I do think i think kid kid time is is so long it is that people want to go back in time because it feels like a lifetime that you've lived from ages like even like from ages 10 to 20 or from ages um 5 to 12 5 to 12 is the biggest it, it's like 20 years <laughs> it feels like 20 years it feels so long and in such a good way and you're learning more and there's more curiosity and there's more there's more sheer sheer joy for joy's sake just just to be happy you're just being happy for happiness sake you know and now being at this age and having years that i feel like are long you know because when four years ago Dude, four years ago, I was a completely different person. Now it's about to be five when I was like 14 and I was doing bullshit and saying bullshit. I was 13 and same thing, doing bullshit and saying bullshit. Now I'm 18, turning 19, and I had so many good years of helping myself and, and motivating. And it just feels like it's slipping a little bit. Like the, like the years are just going by quicker, you know? And it makes sense. I think it's natural for, for an adult, a young adult, to feel that way. Like the years are just slipping by, just little by little. That 10 years from now, one year will feel like a month and just gone. You know, and it's, it's not, it used to scare me. Now it doesn't scare me. It's not really in my control, is it? It's, it's more in, in fate. It's more in what I make of each day. And, what, and when there's days that just get ahead of me, they get ahead of me. 
But for these two days, the day before my birthday and the day of my birthday, it's kind of like this celebration I have in my own head um, of all the versions of me when I was 12 or when I was 14 and now all these versions of me that that I start to forget. I start to forget moments or things that happened that felt like yesterday. I'm starting to forget a lot of these things that that meant the world, right? That meant the world in in real time it meant the world, but now it, it just means you're getting old. Now it just means I'm too old for that. You know what I mean? I'm just too old for that to care about that moment or to care about what that person said about me when and stuff like that. So it's I think it's definitely a good sign. It's a good sign. It's a sign of maturity. And, you know, this really is, this is the, it's the last time I'm doing certain things at this age, which I think is cool. You know, this is my last podcast as an 18-year-old. Hooray. <laughs> no, but this is, you know, it's my last time. It's my last time doing certain things at 18. So when I tell my kids when they're 18 or when they're, when they're going to be 18 or my sister even, my younger sister, when she's going to be 18, I, tell, I knew how it felt. You know, and cherish it because I cherished it. Not because I didn't cherish it because I have regret. It's like, no, no, no cherish it because... That's what I did, and I know the feeling, and the feeling is unmatched, you know? That's what I want. I really do badly want that perspective, not the perspective of I have this regret. Regret's a big fear of mine, honestly. I, I will say, I will admit it. Regret is a uh, is a pretty big fear of mine. It, it doesn't haunt me necessarily. It makes me feel, makes me feel like it's out of my control. When things are out of my control, I... You start to get like, what is in my control? You know, like what, what can I control? What can I do to make this, this lifetime better? You know, because when you have a big perspective and you stop thinking day to day, when you stop thinking day to day, you're thinking month to month, or week to week, and then year to year. That's a big, that's a big jump. When you start thinking year to year, I think for most people, it's when they hit their thirties. They start thinking decade to decade. Right, and once. You've thought from decade to decade, what am I going to look like in 10 years? And this is stuff I thought about when I was around 16 years old, 17 years old, a couple years ago, really. It was, what am I going to look like a decade from now, 27 or 26? After that, what am I going to look like a lifetime from now? You know what I mean? When, when I'm at the end. If I make it to the end, but when I'm at the end. When I have kids or if I accomplish all these things, what will that look like? Rather, not what would that look like in prediction sake, like for prediction sake, rather, what would that look like? What would you want that to look like? What do you think that should look like? You start opening up possibilities and there's little things that you can do now, day to day for 15 minutes, 18 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe an hour that can supercharge in 10 years. It would be one of the best, best, biggest habits you have. You wouldn't have never known because you're living so vicariously and you're living so in your own head trying to figure out what people think of you that you forgot. You forgot what you wanted. <laughs> you know, you never thought about what you wanted. So you kind of just forgot these little dreams that little kid you had. The little kid me used to have dreams about me when I was this age. So many dreams. I think a lot of them came true. Every day I do, when I do a pull-up or when I do, because pull-ups, I wasn't able to do pull-ups. I was a bit of a heavier kid, 
So around like 12, 13 years old, I was just dead hanging. <laughs> it's, it's, funny, it's funny now because I was just dead hanging. I'm like, how the, how the hell does pull-up feel? Like, how do you get up there? You know what I mean? Chin over bar. Like, how? I thought maybe momentum. So I tried different ways. But as I got older, when I nailed my first pull-up, and now I do pull-ups literally every day. I'm doing a chin-up or a pull-up or some variation. Now doing it, I think it's just a dream come true. A little dream. Not, not something huge. A little dream come true, but still, still significant, you know, because it's still one piece of the dream that I had as a little kid coming true. That's all I really need. That's all. I really, really, that's what makes me content. I think is making making that little kid proud, making that little kid go, "Damn, he's awesome," you know, because being epic is hard. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you firsthand: being epic, it's hard. It is, dude. It is hard. Being this person, I think epic is the perfect word because that's exactly what a little kid would say, right? It's like being epic. It really is so hard. Like it actually isn't one of those things where you're, it just happened. You're either you're epic or you're not. It's like, no, nowadays for me, my definition of epic <laughs> is, is kind of just, is being the person that's, it started with, all right, being the person that's too cool. But then you're like, I'm too cool to be too cool, if that makes sense. Like I'm too, I'm too aware of myself to, to think of myself as someone that's too cool. I am a nerd of certain things, you know. I love superheroes and Marvel, DC, Batman, Superman, whatever it is. You know, I read the comics. I do it, you know. So it's like I'm not someone who's too cool for that. So then what are you too cool for? It's like, all right, what, what am I too cool for? I'm too cool for anything that is hurting me continuously. If it hurts me once, maybe a mistake. Twice, three times, ten times. I don't know, dude. Then maybe I'm too cool for that. Right? It was it was a problem with me. I used to overeat. It was hurting me. It really was. It was. I don't think it was a habit that was good for me. What did I do? I realized, yeah, I'm too cool for that. I had a viable reason to think that I was too cool for that. Not just because I am who I am. Not because I was born like that. Born to be too cool. It's like, no, I'm... I've learned now that I, I'm too cool for that, you know, and hanging out with friends was a habit that I, I think that I wanted to cut out or not that, not that I wanted to cut it out. I think that I should cut it out. So then cut it out. And that's hard. It's, it's not something that comes easy. I wish it was easy. Maybe for some people it is, but it's hard being the person that you want to be. It's hard to think of yourself as someone as epic, right? Because you got to have decisions you've made, right? You gotta, I, I believe in that. I don't think just, like I said, you just being boring, like you're born boring or you're born epic. It's like, or that everyone's born epic. I don't think everyone's born epic. It, it's decisions you make. I mean, that's how we judged people when we were kids, right? We didn't know it at the time, but we, we kind of knew that superheroes, there were certain decisions they made, right from wrong, and they were epic for making those decisions, right? Whether it was great power comes great responsibility or... You know, we, we knew these little lessons that we had of decision making. We, I think it was I think it was kind of ingrained in, in superheroes and and all that. That you know now when I'm sitting down, I always talk about you know hard work is this that. I sit down and go, God damn, this is so annoying. I'm like, well, this is the hard work I'm always talking about. This is the hard work that I'm literally always talking about. The thing that I say is the key. The key to taking a step forward sometimes. It can be the key. You know, it can be, it can save you. 
working hard. It can. It has saved me. In certain situations, it has saved me. So, why are you complaining? Deal with it. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, certain things are going to be difficult. It's just how it goes. You're old enough to know that. You're, you've been through enough to know that. Right? I, I definitely been through enough to know that. I'm, I, I'll acknowledge I'm young, but I've definitely been through enough to know that. I also want to make my hours longer. I, I'm going to be completely, completely honest with you. I'm not working half as much as I could be. And I think it takes some brutal, some brutal awareness to know that, to know that, yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm not working as much as I could be. I really do believe I'm not. I believe I, I can go longer and healthily too. I can not, not in a way where I think that it would be too much work where I'm just, I want to work more. It's like, no, I'm, I'm working at a, at a pretty lazy substantially lazy amount so i i think that especially compared to what i used to do at a younger age it's like yeah you know i i can go i can i can work for longer you know i can i can do that i will admit that's a flaw that i have so hopefully over the course of the podcast and the tomorrow or next week or whatever it is that you guys will see progression uh my hours and how long i'm working and all that because it really is it, it is very 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 difficult to to keep a habit and then extend it. Because once it's there and it's cemented in your head, then you get used to your break time, right? So when you cut your break time, like, ugh, that piece of your brain just wants to shoot yourself and it makes you feel like crap, even though nothing's happening to you physically. You know, it just still makes you feel like crap. So I think 100%, 100% that, that's something that I, I have to focus on. And honestly, you guys can keep me accountable for it. You know what I mean? You can keep me accountable. That'd be cool if you guys kept me accountable for it. But... Uh, this is something that I wanted to bring up a little bit of a interesting topic that I wanted to bring up and it's not necessarily, not necessarily a topic. I would think of it more as a, as an idea and it's, it's a question to It's, it's the idea of what would a little kid you think of you now, right? We were talking about this earlier, but I want to dive a little bit deeper on it. What would a little kid me? think of me now it's honestly it's a scary thought because look what we're look what you've become you have to you have to really analyze who you've become from a curious perspective right because you're thinking about you as as this little kid and the thoughts you used to have and the memories that come back to you all of a sudden from that perspective what would that little guy think of you what do you think you're Maybe, maybe, because kids are brutally honest. I might think you're fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? He might think you're, uh, this little kid might think you're, you're not cool. You know what I mean? That you're boring. That you're, that you're nothing like what they would want to be. Maybe, hey, maybe that might be the case. Then, I don't think that little kid you would want, want you to stop and give up. You know, I don't think that, I don't think that you want to stop and give up. I think that piece in your brain wants you to stop and give up. I think that, that there are two sides of it. And there's one side that really, really, really wants you to just push through it. I mean, if you're here and you're listening to this podcast and you're already, you're already taking the first step, you know, taking the first step in what I would think is, you know, the right direction or, or a direction that's more helpful to you. 
So if you want to take more steps in that direction, then do it. I mean, we'll do it together. You know, I'm, I'm along, I'm on a similar journey as you guys. And I'm probably younger than a lot of you guys, but I'm not just achieving success. Definitely not achieving easy success so far. You know, I'm not to say I'm not privileged, but I am privileged to, to a certain extent. But when we look at it at the end of the day, excuses will get you so far. What will get you really far is that piece of your brain. And I know you have it. You know, I know you got it somewhere. <laughs> Everybody's got it. I don't know about everybody, but I, I think there's a certain community, so many people who, who have that piece of their brain. So just keep, keep going. And they have the potential to be something. Everybody has potential. I do think that, that potential is not rare. Potential is, potential is the minimum. Right, your minimum is what the potential that you have. Right, a little kid has potential. A teenager's got potential. Oh, that kid's good. He got potential. Let's see if he puts in the work. Right, it's like talent. Talent is the same thing. Some kids are born more talent, and they're just naturally gifted. Others, you go, you know, not so naturally gifted. Hard work is a difference between those two. Not in that situation, but at the end of the day, it will be. Obviously, if you're if you're not talented, you work hard. You can become whatever you want to be. And vice versa, if you're already talented, then guess what? You have leverage. Congrats, you have leverage. Doesn't mean that you're not stuck too. Yeah, you're, you're stuck too. You know, you have to, you still have to work also. You know, that's, that's the human, it's the human condition. We have to do it. No matter what, we have to do it. And when you have to do it, when you put your back against the wall and you tell yourself that you have to do it, guess what? You'll get it done. On that note, on the podcast here. Hope you guys had a great day.